Hello, we are the Utility Players, I'm Ali, and I'm Rory, and welcome to our world of sport. Welcome to some bonus content for the Utility Players. A couple of times we end up having conversations about things we can't fit into the episode, and there was one in particular that stood out, so we thought we'd share it with you in a bi-episode this week. Moving for potentially one, you know, one of the really pretty sides of football and a, a goodwill story to, to me, potentially one of the uglier sides of football. We talk about money quite a lot. I saw an interview post-match after West Ham game with West Ham manager David Moyes, and the, the, the journalist asked him what David Moyes' take on the fact that West Ham always seemed to have at least one day for a couple of days less rest than their oppositions had in this post-coronavirus break to get the games in. Uh, and David Moyes could have gone with a political answer of it is what it is, etc. And he did say, look, it's what we've all signed up for. But he also made a comment saying something along, something along the lines of, or referring to, whether the broadcasters have to take some responsibility of this. I think what he was alluding to, I don't want to put words in his mouth, is he was suggesting that without there being any fans in the stadium, every every football game must be shown. So what they have done is they are now showing Premier League games on every day of the week, bar Friday. So what has meant that some teams have had two days break, potentially maybe even one and a half days break between games because of the way it is. And that's obviously going to have more of an impact on some teams than others. And it seems to be, I haven't done the details, that West Ham seems to be one of them. If we want to have every game on telly and we are already using Sky Sports, PT Sport, the BBC, and even Amazon Prime to show games. Why is it that we can't just go Wednesday, Saturday? Or Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, and go one game, game start at the same time, so all games can still be on TV, but have one game on Sky Sports starting at 7.30. Have one game on BT Sports starting at 7.30. One game on BBC starting at 7.30 on a Wednesday night. So there you go, you've got six games in. So six teams in, you know, oh, and then you can do the same on a on a Tuesday. So maybe you go Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on a Saturday again, you have games at twelve thirty, you have games at two fifteen, you have games at four thirty, you have games at seven thirty, as they've been doing. Same on the Sunday, but that way there is a consistency of you play one midweek, you play one at the weekend, you play one midweek, and it's the same length of time you have off as you would in a regular season with cup games, European games catch-up midweek games is David Moyes right is the money from the television and what the television wants and broadcast one is that too influential well I think the most important thing to recognize about this is actually for all these Premier League clubs while there isn't any fans in the stadium currently and they can't make any money from the match they experience from the fans one of the most important revenue streams for them will be TV money. And they'll be getting a massive payout as a club by showing all their games on telly for the rest of the season. And therefore, I think actually for the clubs, as well as the broadcasters, it is vital that all their games are shown. And and I think as well, for me, it's vital that their games are watched by as big an audience as possible. Because I think that's right. That is something that you, we could well do, and it'd be fairer for the teams, 
Um, and it'd be equal breaks. I mean, they were talking about the fact that Tottenham had only had played on Thursday and also played on Tuesday before the Sunday game, and actually that obviously didn't make a difference in that game. But I think you are right; it can it can work out worse for some clubs than others. But um, I think though, what the problem is when you do that is then all the broadcasters or all the or probably more importantly, more the advertisers that are paying the broadcasters can turn around and say, "Well, there's three there's two or three other Premier League games on for your audience to compete with. And therefore, you could say that the audience is only a third of what you'd get if there's only one game on at a time. That's obviously a very rough math and there's lots of factors that could change that. Or, But if it was that when Liverpool played Man City and, say, Aston Villa were playing Southampton on the other channel... You can imagine it would be less than a third of the people watching Aston Villa Southampton because it's, it's not, without being rude, as interesting a game as Liverpool versus Man City. So you advertisers could well turn around and say, well, we're not going to get the audience because the audience is going to be split between lots of different places. So we're actually only going to play X for an advert during this slot and therefore the TV get more mo- get less money and therefore they give less money to the clubs and therefore the clubs are actually then financially worse off in what is probably the most important set of financial input for the clubs right now. I mean, showing their games on telly is, is about the only thing, well, I mean, obviously they've got sponsorships and partnerships, but it's one of the main ways they can get money into the club during what is a difficult time for them. So actually, I get what David Boyce is saying, and I think, yes, potentially the broadcasters do have a part to play because the broadcasters want to make as much money as possible out of it, but at the same time, the broadcasters making money benefits the club. So I don't think that is something as a football club you can almost complain about. Because it, it is such, TV revenue is such a vital f- source of income for the Premier League clubs right now. But surely that's when that that's when you need to bring that's when the clubs, all twenty clubs in the Premier League, need to come together and say. And I'm sure that this probably is the case. I don't know. Is it said that in your scenario, Coca Cola might spend a million showing a advert in between half time for Man City versus Liverpool, but they might only spend. 10k to do it for Southampton versus Aston Villa, but that's that that money then doesn't directly go into Man City and Liverpool's pocket. That goes into an overall pool of advertising that then should be distributed equally amongst the 20 clubs. So the very essence of that is okay. Well, all of a sudden it's more competitive to have an advert for the Man City Liverpool. So. Supply and demand, that goes up. So even though you're getting less for the adverts of the Southampton-Aston Villa game, you're getting more for the adverts of the Man City-Liverpool game. I I don't think you are. I don't think you are because there's people who aren't watching Man City-Liverpool because they're an Aston Villa fan and they're watching Aston Villa-Southampton or they're watching Norwich play Crystal Palace because they're Norwich fans and Crystal Palace fans. So actually the overall part of people watching Man City versus Liverpool is less because there's three games on at that time where if you're a Crystal Palace fan, but you're a football fan, you might watch Man City Liverpool if Crystal Palace aren't playing at the same time. So therefore actually a company could turn around and say, no, we're going to give you less to Man City Liverpool than we would do if that was the only game on the telly at a time. So the overall pool of advertising money is less. So therefore the clubs are seeing less money at the end of the whole process. But I think it balances itself out because it's going to be a supply and demand thing. Wherever there's going to be more interest in a particular game and therefore less interest in another game, that is going to then balance itself out. If there's equal interest, then it's going to be the same amount for an, ad- for an advertising slot in both games. It might be becomes 70% more lucrative in one, which means have a detrimental effect of 30% less lucrative in the other. 
then therefore it's the same amount of money going into the pot, which then can be distributed to 20 clubs equally. But no, but what I don't think it works like that. I think it works that every single game during the week, on the weekend it'll be different because the weekend it would be individual games. But while there is another game on at the same time, every single game becomes less valuable. It's not that Man City and Liverpool becomes more valuable and that balances against the less valuable game. Every single game becomes less valuable because the audience is split out across different channels rather than having all the audience of one channel at the same time, making that game more valuable than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But then having said that, if you've got one population of football fans, which is X, and all of a sudden they're, they're splitting it against Y number of games... You may each each slot may become less valuable individually, but if there is more slots to fill, would that not cover it? So all of a sudden, you may, say you've got ten slots of advertising mm-hmm. for a hundred million fans. Mm-hmm. If you then had two games, instead of having ten slots of advertising, you've got twenty slots of advertising for a hundred million fans. No, but that doesn't work because every game's still being shown on the telly. So there's still twenty slots of advertising if the games on the Monday and the games on the Tuesday, but the 20 slots is just at the exact same time which makes them less valuable it's not like that that game isn't then shown on the telly if that game wasn't being shown on the telly at all that's a different conversation but that game is still being shown on the telly so there's the same amount of advertising slots in that game but they become more valuable because they're not competing with another game at the same time and they're not competing for the audience no that's that's a fair point that's a fair point i mean because we've seen it with the champions league as well where they've now started introducing games earlier in the evening now we don't know the reasons for that but it would well be because to try and increase the tv audience for them and increase the advertising amount no it's a fair point it does seem a bit strange it does it does, it does make some sense from that perspective but if you're west ham this is where this is all started and you get relegated because you're not getting adequate rest and all of a sudden your your, your players aren't as 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 uh, as well conditioned as the team you're playing against every time so you keep conceding, say, in the 80th minute later for draws and losses, and all of a sudden you get relegated, You're yeah. at, you, 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 it, it doesn't matter what the money you were getting from the television, you, you've, you've screwed yourself over anyway. Yeah, I know, yeah, and that is a very good point, and that is certainly something that the clubs will have to take into account, and actually I think, well, I don't know, it's potentially as lucrative as the other way around. If you finish fifth, and now we've seen that it is fifth, the champion uh, to that means you miss out on Champions League football and the massive financial gain you get from having Champions League football because you've conceded a 80th minute, 85th minute equaliser because you're tired from playing two games ago. Then yeah, that will have a massive impact on the clubs financially. So that is certainly the other side of it. And I guess you just think that the clubs will have sat down and looked at that beforehand and looked at the pros and cons and decided that for them it was a risk worth taking. But yeah, that is a totally, that's a good point. And that is certainly something that could be financially detrimental because of the schedule that's come out. Well, at the end of the day, three teams will go down. Four teams now will go to the Champions League and uh, and a couple of teams will be going to uh, the Europa League. And all that is still to be seen with the, with how the Premier League shakes up. Also, as part of our bonus episode, we obviously always get our guests to run the gauntlet and it'll be fun to put ourselves through our paces. We can't, uh, we have to practice what we preach. So, and in this bonus episode, you're going to hear myself and Rory both running the gauntlet. So, Rory, you're up first. How are you feeling? 
a little bit nervous. <laughs> I, I now know how our guests feel. It's, it's a little bit daunting, the prospect. And you even know what the questions might be. So I don't know if that makes it worse or better. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just worried about which ones you're going to pull out. Okay, so are you ready? There's no time to run the gauntlet. Black or red? Red. Lager or ale? Lager. Did the moon landing happen? Yes. Too hot or too cold? Too cold. Jurassic Park, could it happen? Yeah, I reckon so. Normal people, should Connell and Marianne stay together? Not short term, no. Do ghosts exist? Yeah, no. Batman or Superman? Neither. Master Chef or Bake Off? Bake Off. Best meal deal? Boots. Pitt or DiCaprio? Pitt. Better film, Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man? Rocket Man. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen um Bohemian Rhapsody, although it is on the list. Yeah. So Alright. Now now the role flips, Ali. You are you are no longer the questioner, but you are the, the questionee. I know this I never thought I'd be in this position. I'm so here but here we but here we go. I have to I feel like uh, I feel like Chandler in Friends when Joey <laughs> when Joey's trying. I don't want to say the wrong thing and upset him. There's no time to run the gauntlet. Hummus or salsa? Salsa. Doritos or McCoys? Doritos. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Yes. Yes. Socks and sandals. What's up with that? Something from the seventies. I don't know. You could blame them. James Bond or Jason Bourne? James Bond. Truth or death? Truth. VAR, good or bad idea? Good idea, bad in practice. Jaeger bombs, always a good idea, never a good idea. Always a good idea. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Egg. Oh, chicken and believers are idiots. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this bonus content. Uh, as I said, we'll, we shall be back next week and we look forward to seeing you then.